the tabletop. Take away game mechanics on display. Three designers share the stage. Pick a genre and we'll play the tabletop. Take away. So welcome to our third chapter in our tile placement series. Um, my name is Charlie McCarran. I'm Trevor Muller Hegel, and I'm Ananda Gunaratna. Yeah, and for this episode, I chose the game Galaxy Trucker uh, because I had so many fond memories of this game, and uh, it's one of the craziest tile placement games you'll play. I would say, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so there's kind of two phases to this game. You are acting as the the builder of a, a ship that you're going to be sending across space to try to gather cargo, fight against smugglers and other things, dodge asteroids, and so on. And so imagine a big table full of tiles that are face down. And the first phase of the game is real time. So you're picking tiles and flipping them over and deciding to add them to your, your grid on your personal board, which is going to become your ship. And all the tiles have little connectors, and you have to make sure that connections match up, and you're adding things like gun turrets, engines, space for crew, and other lots of miscellaneous things. And then once everyone's done building their ship, we move into the uh, space flight phase, and you're flipping over a deck, and different things happen. Like I said, maybe um, asteroids hit your ship from a different angle. And you, when a lot of the times you're rolling dice to see uh, which area of your ship gets hit. And if you built your ship well, you'll be able to have those asteroids bounce off. But, you know, other things... Th there's a lot to this game that we won't go into everything. Uh, but that's the basic overview of the game. What a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really good game. And it, it does a lot of things which I don't see other games do. Um, like, uh, for example, the, the victory condition. Um, technically, if you make at least one credit, you win. The game says everyone who makes any credits is a winner. But, you know, some people are a little bit more of a winner than others. Um, which, which is It sets you up for realizing that, oh, we might get negative points because our <laughs> ship explodes completely. Yeah. But, but it's really great because, like, if, if you're playing with kids or something, um, you can easily just say everyone wins. And you know, it's in the rule book. And if you have a competitive group, then maybe you focus more on the, well, some people are more winners than others. It, it's a little like party games where, you know, there's technically a goal, but everyone ignores it. So it's sort of like the reverse of that. Um, you know, technically everyone wins, but if you want, you can ignore that and just say whoever got the most credits won. Mm -hmm. um, and also, it's just amazingly fun to lose this game. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it is more fun to lose Galaxy Trucker than any other game. Uh, it, lose in the sense of your ship being blown up because just... Yeah seeing how your ship falls apart is absolutely hilarious. And I, I have not seen that in any other game. Yeah, I actually, that was one thing I was thinking about with this game that speaks to my style as a designer, I think, because I realized like, uh, yeah, I, I, I really love making a plan that you just see how it unfolds. Um, because, 
And often in games, I don't really care if I win or lose that much, even though I am competitive. Uh, but this one's just fun, like you said, to see what happens with it. And that's, I think, like why I'm drawn to deck builders too and other games like this where you make the whole plan, you can't do anything about that plan so much mid-game, and then you just see what happens. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think one of the things this game really does well is interlacing comedy into almost every aspect of it, from the rule book oh, yeah. down to even your ship falling apart randomly because it got hit in the, just the wrong spot. You lost the entire left half of your ship, which almost happened to Charlie earlier, Yeah, and it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has the funniest rule book. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, mean, I will say on that point of... Your ship exploding. This play was a little disappointing because my one special power blue alien card like immediately got blown up on the first thing that happened. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> tough. Uh, and yes, you know, sometimes when you have this level of variance and stuff going on, you know, you're going to have those kind of like, oh, well, that was a, a rough one. But, you know, you just make a new ship. But yeah, it's, it's, still, it, again. it's still so much fun to see what happens. Yeah. It, the game really does a good job of letting you express your creativity. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, how you build the ship is, is really up to you. And, and different people are going to focus on different things. Uh, my, my favorite archetype is the, um, the, the nope ship. Uh, if, you're, <laughs> if you're facing a bunch of enemies, you just put a bunch of hyperspace boosters. This, this is the first edition, the remake. I, don't, I think they, they changed how hyperspace boosters work. But in the original game, you, you have these hyperspace boosters that just blow up your engines. And then you avoid the next two uh, encounters and you just... Just nope. nope. Yep. Yeah. Just nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope out of there. So I will say, I think the more fun games of this are when your ship does start exploding. And I noticed Ananda's ship this time was perfectly intact. <laughs> I, so my my ships are my ships usually do very well um, because. So what what one thing about Galaxy Trucker is um, it does a really good job of letting players climb the heuristic tree uh, so, so in in characteristics of games uh, richard garfield introduces this idea of the heuristic tree where um you know you you want to give players uh an obvious strategy a zero level heuristic that they can latch onto in their first game and then um every game that they play they they try new strategies they try things that are a little bit more advanced and they they slowly climb up this tree of heuristics or strategies um, and get better and better and like this keeps them coming back. And so like it, one of my, my favorite example of this in Galaxy Trucker is um, the game tells you you lose if you have no crew. So the obvious uh, heuristic if you're a new player and are overwhelmed by all the options is just um, build lots of crew cabins. But then because you build crew cabins and put some of them next to each other, uh, you run into the epidemic card, which punishes you for having adjacent crew cabins. And so then you learn the lesson, oh, okay, I should build crew cabins, but I should never put them next to each other. Um, and it, it's just all these sorts of things where you you try a strategy and then the game teaches you some new thing to incorporate later. And, I mean, you can get really good at Galaxy Trucker. Uh, oh, I believe it. Yeah, and I, so I haven't played in probably five years, so we just went through a little little playthrough to remind ourselves how it works. And, you know, looking at all of these different types of tokens out here, like, I know about what a third of them maybe do, uh, but I was able to make, you know, intelligent decisions still, even though I haven't played in so long, and I haven't played that much to begin with. 
And there's still, like, significant choices I make the entire time. And if you're thinking about, you know, game design as a series of choices the players make, even though it's real time, you're like, okay, well, what am I going to spend my time doing? What am I going to do? How do I go about that? And it's just a rapid fire. You know, you're going through it. And it's it's kind of chaos, which is exactly like what they want. They want it to feel like you're that under that pressure so that when you go to do the flight, it's like, okay, well, how did I actually do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I, if I had one critique of the game, I think it is like the fun part is building. And then it is fun seeing like how your ship um, does. But it feels like the the flight portion of the game, especially in later rounds, gets really quite long. It, it does. And complicated of like, well, what's this rule going to do? Um, but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do differently in in trying to figure out how to make your ship really matter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, the yeah, the, I mean, the length of the rounds, yeah. Um, each round increases. I think it's like it increases the number of cards in the deck by four. Oh I wow! Want to say. Yeah. So, um, like a, a class four journey just takes ages. Um, yeah. So probably, yeah, they, they could be shorter. Um, actually, what one, one thing that I really like about the ship construction. Um, this is sort of a little bit what you were talking about, Trevor. Is um, if you're a new player and and you are and you don't you you don't know what anything does, the really nice thing is because of the 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 connector system, you can always build your ship based on what the connectors are, even if you have no idea what the pieces do. Just like uh, you know, uh, okay, what can I what can I put down that will have solid connections that are unlikely to break? Um, and then when the flight happens, you can see what those pieces do, and then you learn a little, little bit about the game. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like there's there's two layers to each piece, right? There's what it does, and then it's the connections, how it fits. Yes, and even if you can't engage with what it does, you can always engage with how it connects to other pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. That's ha- what I, half of what I did, honestly. Is like I remembered batteries being important for shields, and that was about the extent of what I remembered. You know, you want lasers going forward mostly, engines going backward. But yeah. outside of that, like, oh, yeah, this fits here. Oh, look, this got a triple connector. That's great. Uh, and I knew I wanted storage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's enough information. And you get that from the graphic design alone, which is super helpful to, like, okay, I know I need these things, and they need to go that direction because you don't want to have your thrusters in front of your ship and your missiles behind. That makes logical sense. Yeah. But, yeah. And I do like the arc of the game in that you start with a tiny ship in the round first round and then you get to like a little bigger ship and then one that has like a shape of the starship enterprise so it can be destroyed if your middle section is broken but yeah um that piece is fun yeah and then you get to all the class b ships which have all sorts of wacky rules um like you know ships that are a taurus or uh, the super unlucky ship where no matter what you roll in the die, it'll hit one of the columns or rows. Or, oh, oh, man. Um, there, it's, there, there's, there's so much content in this game. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, kind of going back a little bit to our, our last episode with Carcassonne, where you have this more expandable game. We're seeing it still here, and I think tiling games are starting to get this feel that you're more able to expand those with new tiles. Yeah, definitely. Um 
yeah, in Galaxy Trucker, the, the, the expansions mostly add in new tiles, but then they also add in new events, like uh, my favorite is the Commando and the Predator, mm-hmm. where these um, aliens board your ship and start re- wreaking havoc. Yeah. Well, and yeah, just the uh, when we played with that earlier, just the logic of how that works. I'm like, that's hilarious. How this is going through my ship, and I just got to trace. Okay, where would he go? Where would he go? Oh man, he went to that spot. That's a weak spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, man. Yeah. It's... I almost half of my ship got destroyed until Ananda nicely reminded me that I have this rocket booster that lets me go like, into hyperspace. Go into hyperspace and, and avoid escape. all conflict. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember thinking. I think I played with commandos in my first game ever. And that was the moment where I was like, oh, this game is hilarious because you're just seeing ship pieces get blown off. And yeah, that to me is more fun than the one at a time, like things oh, yeah. getting destroyed. Yeah, just asteroid here, asteroid yep. there, cannon, cannon. Oh, man, there's a commando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, am, I am always amazed by Galaxy Trucker's ability to make losing fun. I, I think yeah. if you can do that for your game... Oh yeah, that. yeah. Well, and, I, oh. yeah. Um, but one design question I I think about is like, well, I do like those kind of games personally, where things can go completely wrong and in a funny way. But like, I feel like a lot of gamers really, when they built something, they don't want it to be straight. So like engine right. builder games. Yeah, I don't know how to. It's definitely a different crowd. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, this is gonna, a slightly longer tile placement game than the other two we've we've looked at so far. And I think some of that investment's in there still, where you know you're you're playing these cut tiles down and you're creating something, and then there's potential for it to be destroyed. So you're trying to create something that has the least chances of being destroyed, but you don't have full control over that. So yeah, it's it's a interesting little little challenge, but you don't really know if you're the first time you're playing it. You're you're kind of going blind. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think this is, I mean, this is one place where the framing probably helps a lot um, because the whole game is framed in such a way as to make your ship's destruction seem like, yeah, okay. That's right? fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, you just need to earn one credit to win. Do you still have a crew? You're still going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the, the ships are insured, so there's a limit to how much you can even lose. Yeah. Right, and the theme itself too. I mean, like if this was, oh, you're building a city and it's going to get destroyed by barbarians coming in and attacking. Like, I mean, that actually still could be interesting. I guess I, I kind of <laughs> want to make that game now. Yeah. Why would you say okay. that? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, but the idea that you're in space and little pieces of your ship get blown off just makes people probably more okay with just, oh, well, that tile's gone now. Well, here yeah. we go. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and like Nando was saying earlier, like, you know, if if you come out positive with money, you have won. And so the low barrier to winning combined with the fun of losing means you you rarely will have, like, a truly negative experience with the game, which I think is a huge uh, benefit for it. You know, it, it's it's really good. Yeah. Well, should we move into our game designer takeaways? We absolutely can. Who's got one first? I will go first. Uh, So, my big takeaway is that you can combine real-time with turn-based in the same game. And it's it's a really interesting way that they've handled it. I I normally don't think real-time, and I normally think real-time is much more of either a dexterity game or, you know, something that 
really challenges your perception as you're like trying to hurriedly go through something or do something. Uh, but this like, yeah, you do do that for a while, but then you stop and then you have this kind of respite uh, where you're kind of seeing how it played out and seeing if you made good decisions. Uh, so I really like that that switch from being this one thing into almost a different game. Uh, but it keeps it all feeling that same like lighthearted feel. And you know what? You made decisions while you're going fast. Hopefully it pays off. Yeah. We'll see. In the second half of the game, you really don't make many decisions. There's like, very few decisions <laughs> to be made. <laughs> yeah. Which does keep it light. So that's... Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I would say um, for me, uh, I think one big takeaway is just with the way that the construction of the ship works, um, if you have a tile placement game where you combine um, simple mechanics uh, on each tile that people can use to decide where to put it with complex mechanics uh, governing what the tile does in the way that um, Galaxy Trucker does with the connections, which are easy to understand, and then the abilities of the tiles, which are a bit harder, um, that, that makes it really easy to pick up because people can just focus on the simple aspects of the tile until they understand what the tiles do. Um, assuming, of course, that you're rewarding them for building uh, good connections. But I think just having those two layers of the simple layer and the complex layer that um, are both important for building your ship or building whatever, um, I, I think that's uh, I think that's really important for making the game accessible. Yeah, and it's pervasive throughout the design, right? So like yeah. it's it's every tile, you know, you have those connectors, you have that yeah. that tile ability, and that's yeah. that's super important. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to know what any of the tiles do except maybe like the engines and crew cabins to build right. a ship. Yeah, the, the core of the game, but hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me the takeaway is about how I always think of this game as an example of how theme and mechanics can be really combined. And this one, we haven't mentioned this, but all of these tiling games we've talked about, there's no text pretty much anywhere in the on the table. Yeah, the only text um, I think are numbers, just numbers. and 5C max. Yeah, yeah. minus 5C. Yep. Five credits. And, and I, I really, that's one of my design philosophies too, is can I make this work visually without much text? And still a lot of depth to it. And I think this works so well because, yeah, like you said, you can see that the engines should go backwards. You can see that the guns should go forward. And then pretty much every card you interact with, uh, you can kind of guess what it's going to require. Like, okay, if you can shoot the pirates, even the cards themselves I don't think have much text. Mostly a name, I think. You'll still have to look it up in the rules. There's plenty of things to know but yeah that's my takeaway awesome yeah this this is a really interesting game and i remember the first time i played it just being kind of blown away at how simple and deep it is which is very similar to the other two as well more so carcassonne where you have that kind of depth from very simple mechanics Mm -hmm. cool well i think that wraps up our tile placement uh series of three except we may do another episode uh, next time about uh, tile placement itself as a bonus a episode. A little bonus, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Come back next time. Hey, thanks for listening to The Tabletop Takeaway. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So please tell your friends and visit our website at 
thetabletoptakeaway.com, where you can suggest games and mechanics for us to cover next on the show. Music